0: well we're just gonna get right on into it oh a nice one that was a nice crack that's the nice crack of a white claw I say crack again crack, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, crack <laughs> it's a mean girls reference you didn't you did not get that reference how old are you my mom didn't let us watch arthur
0: because she thought it was too like dw was too sassy but you didn't watch mean girls Not really. I'm judging you. I grew up on Legally Blonde. This is a shock to the system. Really? How did you not
1: watch Mean Girls?
0: I have no idea. Okay, well, moving on. Hello, hello. Welcome to our third episode of House Drinks. White Claws in a weight loss. Crazy that it's week three. It is crazy that it's week three. I can't believe that that's how long we've been dicking around doing this.
1: It's about 5,000 degrees out right now, so... We're a little loopy. We're in the middle of a heat wave, just sweating it all out. Drinking those white claws to stay hydrated. Mango is the best flavor. I agree. Although I think that all of our friends think that black cherry is the best flavor. But I'm a mango gal.
0: I am such a mango girl if I'm drinking it straight. It is just the most perfect... It's no laws when you're drinking claws. Ain't no laws, baby. Yeah. And my goal is, you know, becoming slim thick, I decided. (laughs) What does that even mean? I don't know what it means, but it's just the goal. So if I can have a fake goal, then there's really no attainable goal. So I'm not doing anything.
1: I think that's a good idea.
0: First things first, we want to just shout out our social media handles because we have not done that yet in any episode. You can find us on social media at House Drinks Pod on Instagram and on TikTok at Drink, And you can find me on social media at Eva Cunningham and...
1: You can find me on social media, on all the things, at Amanda AmandaGorell, and, yeah. We were, like, the OGs back when Instagram started having our
0: full first and last names without any dot slash periods, nothing. People are soliciting Eva
1: from the UK for her handle. Eva Cunningham X, hit me up. There's Um, only one more Amanda Gorell in the world, so. There is. She's good. She's good. She's good.
0: She's good. One of... My friends was applying to a job, and there was a prostitute with the same name, and so they wouldn't hire her because they thought that she was this prostitute, and she had to, like, prove to them that that wasn't her and I about prostituting herself. Oh, wow. That's was very at, stressful. It was at the YMCA, nonetheless. Oh, no. We're getting secure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I've had a pretty low-key week not really doing anything. I haven't really been drinking anything but White Claws and wine. Well, not even just White Claws
1: whatever our friends got truly lemonades are not it sis i like them but they are sweet like you have to be prepared for the hangover if you're gonna drink a truly lemonade i think that's what made me so hungover i was dead on saturday yeah you also drank for like 10 hours straight in In the the hot tub in in the fake hot tub. in the fake hot tub in, the entire world was a hot tub but i want to talk
0: about how house hunting is going in this city i just felt like we need to keep it relevant with the bostonians
1: here okay would love to know if anyone else is trying to find an apartment in the boston area because it is a struggle i'm about to be without home on august 1st if anyone knows of a good apartment in somerville cambridge area p- for a two-bedroom please let me know two great gals two great gals it's a struggle we have three different realtors right now and we still can't find anything you have three different realtors Mm -hmm. and we have an appointment with another one next week it is tough so that's kind of like all i've been doing obviously celebrated a little father's day with my dad but mostly house hunting and packing with nowhere to go
0: (laughs) bob spent his father's day again trying to set me up with someone
1: he loved to see it
0: Like, who does he know that's my
1: age? My mom set me up with someone once. Didn't really work out. Did you go on a date at least? Nice kid, though. Shout out to Justin. I've never met a bad Justin. I have definitely met bad Justins, but this was a good Justin. I don't even feel bad saying his name because he's just like a nice guy.
0: I mean, I love that for you. Yeah. Let me know if you have any other nice guys in your back pocket. I'm
1: going on a date tomorrow. I'll let you guys know how it goes next week. I can't wait to know how that
0: goes. He said his
1: worst nightmare is being talked about on my podcast, so... Here you go, Ryan.
0: To all the boys from (laughs) Tinder who like to use my podcast as a hookup line, what's up? Yeah, I put it in there. Like, get the follow, get the listen. Like, I'm all about soliciting myself except for my Venmo on Tinder. We've been over this.
1: Soliciting herself, she means soliciting the podcast. Let's not get it twisted. I must say, you look fabulous right now.
0: I would really just like to put the image, I'm sweating my dick off in Amanda's apartment <laughs> in a sports bra and
1: athletic shorts. It's true, it's <laughs> probably 95 degrees. Actually, it's it says 86, but that's that cannot be the correct feel. When I drove over here, it
0: was 93 and it's 6 p.m. So we're like kind of on the cool down. And I sleep in a house that has air conditioning, being under a weighted blanket because it like just gets me to sleep fastest.
1: And then I just wake up sweating my dick off. I hate weighted blankets. I feel like someone is suffocating me to death. Oh, God. I feel so calm cool and collected. It's like when you sleep with someone, I want you to be like at least four feet away from me. Like I don't Be want on sleep. the I, other side of my queen size bed. I don't like sleeping
0: with other people because they're so hot. Like you want to spoon me? Like I, I think my back is sweating probably more than it is. <laughs> but I'm a sweaty, oddly sweaty creature, especially like on my kneecaps. Ew. I like to hold a full plank because if I go on my knees, they just slip out from underneath me and then it's just doing absolutely nothing other than me just like paranoid about falling flat on the floor of a workout class.
1: Gross. The only time that that is acceptable is when you're 40 minutes into a hot yoga class and your entire body is just a a pool. You would die. I I miss it. I miss it so much. You come on, Charlie, do... open hot yoga again. You can just do hot yoga in here. I know, we could just crank the heat. We do have half a tank of oil to use, so. Anyone want to come Did over? Did you pay for it? Yeah, all we right. paid for it, $300. Being an adult is hard. Meanwhile, my dad is sending me apartment listings every 30 seconds. He's Maybe just... Fred will find something.
0: <laughs> He's just trying to help you out sis.
1: I'm about to block my own father. Just
0: put him on do not disturb mode. My you can put individual people on do not disturb. I do that with group chats all the time. It's stressing me out. It's just like nothing's real on the internet. You know what I mean? Exactly.
1: Literally, I told him that like 500 times. Like in the city of Boston, you have to go through a realtor because they just put things on the internet. Like, look at this apartment, but none of them are actual real listings. It's like the weirdest thing to find an apartment in this city. Like, it's, you have to pay like five months' rent anywhere, like up front. It's like, it's normal for other cities? No. Actually, in New York City, it's illegal to pay a broker fee now. They made it illegal, but in Boston, you still have to pay it. So the broker fee is
0: like a tip? It's like a required
1: tip? It is a required tip, exactly. 20%, except it's 100%. You have to pay a whole month's rent. To the broker? To the broker, yeah. So like a broker could literally just be like, you could be like, hey, I like this apartment. And they could be like, okay, I'll give you a tour. You could show up, meet this broker for maybe 10 minutes. they show you around the apartment and you pay them a full month's rent, which in Boston is like $1,300. We're
0: in the wrong, wrong line of business here.
1: Yeah, right? You'd be great in real estate, actually. Real estate is basically just an MLM scheme, honestly. I'm,
0: I'm going to post a photo of it to the House Drinks Instagram, but I went to Six West. is a rooftop bar in Southie.
1: I was wondering where you were. That looked fun.
0: It was so fun. And the drink, I got the sangria. Their sangria was just, I felt like I was on a
1: tropical vacation. Honestly, I think sangria is going to be my drink of the summer. That's what I've ordered pretty much every time I've gone out so far.
0: I'm going to contradict myself multiple times in this episode where I say I'm sugar-free, but that sangria definitely had sugar in it. But at that point, I didn't give a flying fuck what I was going to drink there because they were out of everything that I wanted. So I had to settle. Six West, it's cool Boston gals, go get it. But
1: I can't go there then. I'm the definition of not a cool Boston gal. I'm like lame Boston gal. So for this
0: week's White Claw Recipes, I picked three drinks that are more than just a White Claw. So the first recipe is a White Claw Slushie. This is a classic drink, especially if you have a blender like most Americans. You do one White Claw, one, two if you're feeling frisky, shots of vodka, one and a half cups of ice, and I like to put frozen fruit in mine, so I like to use strawberries, pineapple, and mangoes with a mango claw because I like the tropical vibes, but, you know, go with, with whatever tickles your tummy. I <laughs> hate
1: that you just said tickles <laughs> your tummy, but that sounds amazing.
0: This one I found, and I'm super excited to make it. A low-cow, no-sugar, mojito, mo- mojito, mo- 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 <laughs> mo- is you want to use one lime, juice about half of it to one, use the rest of it to garnish with it, you're going to use a lime white claw, and I've heard that this is controversial because nobody likes the lime white claws. I certainly don't.
1: Wait, I like the lime. I like the lime. No one likes lime white
0: claws. I have not heard one person be like, that's the flavor. For
1: I like lime more than I like black cherry. Like, I think black cherry actually might be, like, my least favorite.
0: Other than mango, watermelon is my second. Lemon is my third. So maybe I should give the lime ones another shot if lemon's, like, up there. Lime is good.
1: Okay, continue with the recipe.
0: Um, so you do a lime white claw, mint leaves, and then you're going to use two tablespoons of simple syrup or to make it no sugar, you would use monk fruit, simple syrup, throw it all together, muddle the mint, throw it in a shaker, shake it up, pour it over ice. You're good to go. I, the last one is just a wine spritzer. And instead of using seltzer, you're just going to use heart seltzer. Amazing. And so pick whatever, any white wine and claw that you like. I
1: would recommend a vignoles and a lemon seltzer. He's so good. If we're
0: just going to quickly touch on Truly's, because I don't think we'll ever probably have an episode about it unless I need a tea, um, blueberry <laughs> acai Truly is just chef's kiss. Uh-huh, and if I head. wasn't drinking mango white claws, that is my go-to. Good to know. You can drink a bunch. You have no hangover with them. They are 100% sugar-free.
1: I think I might have had one of those the night we went to the Jonas Brothers concert, actually. You probably did, but mm, do you remember it? I don't remember anything from the Jonas Brothers concert.
0: That concert, I got so drunk at Ariana Grande that I wanted to remember it so badly that I was like, I'm not drinking. And I think it just kept saying that the entire night.
1: It's As one I of was life's on greatest of tragedies. Record. Me not remembering the Jonas Brothers concert is one of life's greatest tragedies. Well, I went again that week, so. Well, kind <laughs> of rose on your nose. <laughs> Anyways,
0: really getting into the weight loss and this whole just like giant topic that I feel like... Nobody likes to talk about while they're trying to lose weight, but everybody loves to talk about the end product. But I'm here to talk about the trying to lose weight because it's important.
1: Yeah, I feel like that while you're doing it and the changing of your habits is actually the most important part. It's so fucking hard. And I feel like you're right. Like people don't. I mean. it's hit or miss like some people do post about the journey a lot of people do just like to post when they've lost like a significant amount but I feel like we're both kind of yeah I mean I get it but I feel like we're both kind of in the middle of our journeys and like really for both of us it's it sounds, like, so cliche, but it is more of, like, a wellness journey, um, and we'll get into it. Obviously, like, losing weight makes you feel good and things, but we're not here for, like, I don't think the journey ever ends. It does it. It's a light, it's a lifestyle, and we're not here for any, like, extreme measures. Like, we're just gonna talk about kind of, like, what motivated us to start to lose weight Our and... Our stories. Yeah. And, and how we've done it and, like, what we're doing right now in the pandemic, too. And so. we're not certified
0: in training nutrition anything this is just all our experiences and the resources that we've used to help us as we go through we'll specifically name these resources and doctors because they've been um, certified and they went to school for a lot of years and put in a lot of hard work and they are not sending you voice memos into your instagram dms saying they can help you and your goals because those gals those are not gonna change your body for the long term and I think that's like we all love a quick fix like of course if you told me to drink this shake and sniff this essential oils up my nose like that's gonna make me lose weight but think about it that's like too easy to lose weight right
1: like an isogenic shake is not gonna change your life in fact I have a friend who it sent to the hospital so
0: there's a ton of multi-level marketing scams and you know shout out to all the guys who love when we talk about these because I can go on for days but They are just quick fixes. What they do to your body, they, like, wreak havoc. They ruin your sugar levels. And the only reason why you're losing weight on those is because they have laxatives in them, honey, and you're shitting your brains out while you're feeding yourself one meal a day. They have laxatives in them? Yeah. It's like a fit tea. Fit teas have laxatives. Like, the roots that are in them produce natural effects. So you're shitting yourself on the toilet the entire time. While you're losing weight, but that's the only reason. So you lose like these seven pounds a week, like miraculously, but it's only because you're not retaining anything in your body. You just irritate your bowels, they just keep moving. And when you stop going on the shakes, I did it for a month and a half. One, I felt super sick. Two, they have these days where you don't eat anything, you just like eat these, like honestly, they look like horse tablets.
1: Oh, and yes, and then you can have a tea, right? Yeah, they you can go you have to a Starbucks and get like, a, you you can can have, get like a fizzy tea or something. You can have
0: like clear liquids or something. And it was just crazy. And I did it because I was like, this is so easy. And that's because I wasn't at a point yet where I was like, I was into working out, but I wasn't really into the nutrition. And I was like, this is so much easier than trying to be into nutrition. But really, I was just a vulnerable person during these times for a scam. I've also done keto. Uh, I don't like it. Because I like eating food and keto is also Atkins in case nobody didn't know that. So I don't recommend those and diet pills, a 10 out of 10.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, basically, I think we've both tried the quick fixes. Oh wait, actually, I want to go back to isogenics though. Well, to bleep. So like I (laughs) I had a friend, I had a friend who also did... The shakes that... We're not going to mention the name. And she or ended isometrics. up... isometrics. <laughs> she ended up in the hospital. I'm not going to, like, say her name because I don't think she's proud of this. But she did it for a few months and spent a lot of money on it's the mixes. so much
0: money. Yeah,
1: the mixes, the tablets, the whatever. I don't remember exactly. But, like, she's a person, too, who, like... We have, like, really similar body types. And, like, we both, like, feel like we eat really healthy and, like, try really hard a lot of the time. Like, sometimes it's just... We struggle, so, like, the quick fixes sound so good in the moment, so she did this, and she had, like, was basically on her way to kidney failure from doing the shakes, and it was, it was, like, actually really, like, scary, and she had to take some time off of work, and it was just, like, really not good, and then it was funny because months after we worked together, she had these freaking giant, like, protein powder things of the shake mix under her desk just sitting there. She was, like, trying to sell, it because it was so expensive, but then she was like, I actually don't want to sell it because I don't want anyone else to go through what I just went through with this.
0: I dumped mine into a can, like a plastic bag and put it in the trash because I was the only way to get rid of it and I made sure to recycle the cans at least. But I had so much of it and it's just so expensive. And then you feel bad for spending all of this money. And I think the biggest scam of it, and I think a lot of people get into it when they're super committed is like this like promise of like a community while you're losing weight. I mean, there's no community. Like, there was more community at my spin studio.
1: Wait, at the end of the day, it's Slim Fast. Like, it's the same thing that our grandparents were doing. Snake oil. Yeah, it's snake oil. It's a quick fix. So, I think for both of us, like, in our weight loss journeys, we've both realized it's it's a lot about wellness. So, do you want to talk about, about do you want to talk about, like, kind of how you got started?
0: Well, I mean, naturally, I went to college and gained a ton of weight, as we all do i um i was a competitive skater so i did that and then i stopped skating and i realized i couldn't eat five cookies a day from the dining hall at unh they have warm fresh baked cookies i don't know everybody eat them i feel like when everybody gets into a relationship that's when you do start gaining weight because you're comfortable and the one of like the only things that you do with a significant other or just dating in general is going out to drinks And food, which is great, but I definitely just didn't know my limit because I had never not been exercising three hours a day before, so I gained,
1: ooh, like 60 pounds in college. You forget that, I mean, I was I did three sports in college, or I had three seasons worth yeah. of sports, so you forget that you're actually working out, like, six days a week because you don't feel like you're, at least for me, like, I wasn't, like, in the gym, like, I was at practice and running and doing th- and conditioning nice, right? and doing things yeah. there, so when you go to college, I mean, maybe this is just, I feel like this does happen to a lot of people, but, like, for sure. I wasn't thinking, like, I need to go to the gym four or five days a week, because I was like, well, I haven't gained weight in the last five years, I've been mine didn't hit me until sophomore junior year
0: you know what I mean so I was like and I was in a relationship so it's not like I was like really
1: trying to impress anyone (laughs) so that was the most evil laugh I've ever heard (laughs) in my life you psycho
0: um so I gained 60 pounds And I remember, like, going to the gym and being... Recognizing, like, at one weight, like, oh, I'm not the same weight I used to be. I also got a concussion, so that kind of hindered things. Spiraled out of control. And the thing is, I wasn't upset or, like, mad about it. Like, I was fine with it. I was, you know, going with it. And when it ended, it ended. So, as long as you're... Like, my biggest thing is, like, as long as you're happy. Like, I never hated my body then, and I don't hate my body now. And I think that's really important to look back and be like, I loved it i ate a ton of sweets and sugars lived in a sorority house had food unlimited like i just didn't know when to stop or limit myself and that's when i've realized that maybe i was binge eating not just like just in general but that's like a whole other thing that you can get into too with gaining weight I will you know blame my ex-boyfriend for letting me gain a ton of weight and not telling me I would have appreciated when I was gaining weight I look at photos now and I'm like holy shit I'll post my like favorite transformation Tuesday or whatever on the
1: Instagram I kind of love that he didn't tell you I kind of love that I mean he's not a good person for the record but (laughs) I do kind of love that he didn't tell you like hey you need to yeah (laughs) But, like, I think that's, that's like, so horrible for self-esteem. But then he
0: also, like, lost a ton of weight, which is super good for him. He looks great. Super hot still. Chef's kiss.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, the same thing kind of happened to me, like... I didn't realize how much I was working out in in high school. Like I really was working out like six days a week.
0: You just don't realize. Nobody tells you, and you think you can eat like my tits went from a B to a over a double D in the span of
1: okay a year.
0: That's just you because
1: who else has that? My ass was already large and in charge in the size of my goodness. No, like so I would go to the gym like me and my best friend Sage in college. Shout out to Sage, love you. Um. We would go to the gym like three or four days a week and we we did go, but I mean, I would run like th- not even a mile or I'd go on the elliptical for like 30 minutes and, and do a wall sit for 60 seconds and I really thought I was like working out. So yeah, I mean, I think at that time I didn't know much about like fitness and I still don't know that much. Like I'm not going to pretend like I do. But, like, UNH's top 10 dining halls in the country, like, I'll shout it's it out. good food, The man. cheesy bread mm. and, like, sandwich bars and, like, all-day breakfast. Like, I Desserts. mean, I'm, like, drooling talking about it now. Like, we both lived in a sorority house. Like, I, too, had, like, some boyfriends in college. And so, they Do neither it. of them ever were, like, you need to lose weight or anything. So, I felt pretty good about myself for the most part. And then I think coming out of college for a lot of females, at least, is when... And probably guys, too, with all the drinking, but I think that that's when it hits you. I lost,
0: like, 15 pounds when I graduated college and started working out, but I also, throughout high school, had three hip surgeries, so I was just, you know, dealing with those. So, I, I was, like, going to PT, so I was always surrounded by medical professionals at Boston Children's, shout out Dr. Coker, 10 out of 10 surgeon, in... March of like 2018 and I re-injured my hip by causing it to go into a traumatic state and grow extra bone so I went and got a fourth hip surgery to remove the extra bone that I had grown because it just tears up all your tissue inside of you and is super painful that
1: sounds like hell on earth that's what all four of
0: my surgeries
1: were I would grow
0: I would throw my body into a traumatic state and grow extra bone and then have to go through physical therapy and everything after that so that also puts in complications because at the time I wasn't really thinking about nutrition I was just working out and finally wasn't getting any relief and I went to a doctor uh, through Mass General Hospital Spalding and we finally got some MRIs and I found out that I had moderate arthritis in both my hips at 23 years old which is something that you normally see in a 50 to 60 year old so I can't wait to get my hips replaced. We'll have a party. Can't wait to have it. Fifty in the hips, nineteen
1: <laughs> in the sheets, baby.
0: When I went to my new doctor, um, a lot of doctors will try to have you go on pills, give you that kind of regimen, but I made sure to go specifically to a doctor that would look at alternative medicines because at twenty-three years old I don't want to be on more medication. I was on medication and gained weight before and it can just can you wasn't like worth clarify
1: it. what you mean by alternate medicines? Like do you mean like herbal? just like diet,
0: some type of triggering injections where they just use a needle and trigger your points around your hip and arthritis to help alleviate some pain and bring some white blood cells to it because arthritis is an autoimmune disorder. So it can, will just attack your body instead of attacking um, a disease. So if I get cut or bruised, it goes away slower. I can, if I get an infection like coronavirus, it would not attack it as quickly and as well as it would to a normal healthy person.
1: Would you say that when you got your arthritis diagnosis, that's what's kind of like has catapulted you into your current like wellness yeah.
0: regimen? So I didn't think I had arthritis at all. I thought I just had another bone spur. So I got the MRIs and everything. And she said that you had moderate arthritis. And the way to help your body without taking more um, anti-inflammatory over-the-counter medication or just medication in general to suppress your immune system, to stop it a little bit, was cutting out three main factors and making sure that I had productive sleep, as you would call it. So not under-sleeping or oversleeping, like really making sure I was getting some core sleep because that's when your body helps recover. So I ended up cutting out sugar and wheat which is essentially the keto diet and I had think I had tried keto before but nothing really had hit me other than that day where I was just like this is something I have to live with for the rest of my life and the biggest goal I have right now is to push a hip replacement off to 40 and above and that sounds so silly at 23 years old but it's such a life changing impact and sugar and gluten can affect your body um as the same way it affects a celiac person with their digestive tract it can cause your body to be inflamed so I ate uh literally a whole Thanksgiving pie because it was like it was December 2nd was when i was diagnosed and i ate a whole thanksgiving pie i ate a whole thing of glutinous pasta because i thought gluten-free pasta wasn't good and i ate like literally a whole thing of green bean casserole because if i was not going to eat it again i was going with a bang here so and then literally the next day i woke up and started eating gluten-free sugar-free and i went a full six months and then i did have some slip up this month white claw is not sugar-free it has two grams of sugar per can so I'm aware of that so at least I'm limiting that to being if any only sugar and otherwise it happens very accidentally like getting drunk at a pool party and eating a whole glutinous pizza and realizing on the third day that you had pain that you ate a whole glutinous pizza but prior to that day like I will stand by the fact and I was like how do people just have these epiphanies of they're gonna start losing weight It seemed so bizarre to me. And I was like, there's no way you just like do that. Like somebody has to tell you something or a secret or whatever, but you wake up and you just start doing it. You change your whole lifestyle. You don't look back. You don't miss the food that you haven't eaten. I don't think I've missed sugar. I found great replacements. It takes a lot of hard work, but also in the process, I stopped binge eating. So I lost, I've lost 40 pounds so far. From that, which is super exciting. That's
1: amazing.
0: I, like, I would never even have called myself fat. Like, people are like, if you lose weight, you'll feel mentally better. But I was like, I still, like I said, I loved myself then and I love myself now. And it was all just about this bigger picture for me. My overall wellness. Like, how is it going to be when I carry a child? What does my future look like? Like, I know I have to get a full hip replacement at some point in my future. And the early you get it, the closer a second one is going to be. So it's just, like, such a big unknown But I'm lucky to be surrounded by doctors at Mass General Hospital and Spaulding Hospital. So there are real people um, really guiding my journey and making sure
1: that I am being healthy and the best I can be. Well, I just want to say I'm really proud of you because, I mean, I spend, obviously, if you couldn't tell, a lot of time with Eva. And, like, she really, she does stick to it. Like, she's not one of those people that's, like... I'll just, like, have, like, the chocolate and suffer. Like, she does, like... I haven't had chocolate she, in
0: since November.
1: Yeah, Since but, the day I ate that pie! <laughs> but, no, she she really does. Like, she wants to feel good, and, and I think that's, that's really important. Like, you... I mean, I feel this way, and I'll talk about it a little later, but, like, you have to make the decision for you that you want to feel better. No one's, like, holding a knife to your throat to say, like, don't eat the pie. Like, if you want to feel good about yourself and... And we're not saying don't eat dessert ever, obviously. that's. I bake cookies. I went for- You bake was- cookies, don't I went through a three-week span of where I
0: baked cookies every single day, baby.
1: It's true. They were uh okay for her diet. But we're just saying that, like, it, it's all about you have to make the decision. And I agree, you do wake up one day, and it's crazy. But you just, like, you say, I want to feel better about myself, and I want to feel well and have a good future and I think I that physically
0: just wanted to feel better like it's painful right I have something that really grinds my gears when tell me I have a fucked up body I am the original broken bitch and CEO of being girl number two. Oh my god but I hate when people are like oh my knee hurts like I know how you feel I really was I was like an athlete in high school and my knees stressed out and I'm like no you don't but i appreciate you trying to understand guys would be like oh my god you're so sensitive like your body's so sensitive and i'm like no i will fuck however hard i want but it doesn't make me a sensitive person because my body's literally falling apart like don't treat me like i can't be touched or like a sensitive butterfly Like I'm not, that's not how it is. And that's so annoying when people do that. And I
1: cannot relate because I fortunately do not have a chronic illness, but I can imagine that being very annoying. I mean, advocate for it girl.
0: For me, spinning really helps me. I can't run. So I have a super good excuse that I never have to do anything stupid like that. I don't like running. It's painful. I spin. I do wish though I had the energy of Jojo Siwa. I follow her on TikTok and she's fucking fireball. Honestly, I love Jojo Siwa. She she is unapologetically herself, and I love it. Hear me out. For my birthday, can we go out as Jojo Siwa? I get a squad and go out as
1: Jojo Siwa. Absolutely not, because unlike Jojo Siwa, I cannot be unapologetically myself in public because I will freak the fuck (laughs) out. (laughs) But we can wear sparkly
0: bows. Um, No. We can slick our hair back up so our uh, real bad hairlines are showing.
1: I will look like George Washington <laughs> if I slick my hair back like Joe No, Steve. you
0: slick it up up top, pop a sparkly bow on it, and you go to town. Other than that, my other favorite thing is coming over to Amanda's house because she usually has food I can eat. You do, hold 30
1: I guess that my story is a little different because obviously for Eva's reasons for changing her diet was because of her chronic illness. So I can't really relate in that. I mean, mine was truly like my journey into wellness was really just, I was just not, I mean, in short, like I was just not feeling myself. Like I was feeling down and I've had anxiety for a long time. I think a lot of people could probably relate to that, but I was just looking to like kind of switch it up. Um, And it was literally... December like thirtieth, twenty eighteen, and I was just like, I need a change, and like every single basic girl in the world, obviously, I wanted a New Year's resolution. January's so I kind of baby, yeah. I like had New a Year crazy, New Me. New Year New Me. No, but really, <laughs> so I had like an absolutely wild New Year's. I just did whatever I wanted, and I ate a bacon egg and cheese with hash and hot sauce on That's January first. That's like 1st. what you did. That was your,
0: like, big to-go meal? That's,
1: like, my, fe- that's like my I favorite. I ate a full Thanksgiving feast myself. Okay, well, that was going out in style for me. And, yeah, on January 2nd, I went to the grocery store and spent, like, $300, which I would not recommend. It's expensive. Let's it's not so lie It's so expensive. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to sugarcoat that. I mean, the way that both of us eat is, is pretty expensive. Um, But we also don't go out to eat that much, so I think that kind of evens it out, but we can talk about that later. It's not
0: fun going out to eat. Not it's really. so hard. It's so stressful. Well, yeah. I need to know where we're going. I need to know a menu. I need to pick out what I'm going to have, what questions I'm going to ask the the server and they're not going to know the answer to. It's so great. Yeah.
1: So anyways, so um, I went to the grocery store. I spent $300 and I started Whole30. So um, at this point in time, I mean, that was, I mean, like about a year and a half ago, I've done Three, I finished three whole 30s. I did another like half of one and then I had a family member die. So I ended up stopping that one. But, um, it feels
0: so
1: long ago. I know it, do- it does. It feels like forever ago. But that has really kickstarted my journey into like wellness and weight loss and how food affects your body and your mental well being. And it, it intuitively really is
0: key to the human body
1: it is and really it's been like probably one of the best i'd say like year and a half of my life um i am great thank you yeah. i've lost to date 33 pounds which doesn't sound that long over like a year and a half but i mean i've had some like fluctuations but so the girls that can
0: drop 40 pounds in two months and then keep it off I have no idea how I they know, fucking it. I would it. just gain it all back but they're probably doing a multi-level
1: marketing probably scheme. I mean I feel like I do feel like slow and steady is the way to do it but so when you do hold 30 it's a 30 day I mean they don't call it a diet it's a lifestyle change and you cut out a ton of different food groups. I'm not going to go into, like, the whole situation. Alcohols,
0: one of them. <laughs> yes, you cannot
1: drink. So, I think I said on a prior episode I don't drink that much, and this is kind of why. Um, okay. I just I've feel... downed a white
0: claw this episode for everybody. <laughs> Should I crack open the second
1: one? You can crack. Not? Say crack again. Crack. Oh, ooh, oh, shit. <laughs> ooh, it's fizzy, baby. These are so old. Ooh. Um... So, anyway, so then I know it's funny because Eva just said she doesn't like to run. On top of that, I've started to run and I'm up to about three miles, which I know. Holy it doesn't shit, that's amazing. Thanks. I know it doesn't sound that much, but so for me, run. it's a lot. I mean, I like. One. So, when I first started and I was at my highest weight, I mean, I'll just say it, I was at 211 pounds. I like. Oh, man, my, my highest weight was 204 on
0: New Year's.
1: The New Year's. No way. Yeah. Shut the hell up. Yeah, I like don't even believe.
0: Yeah, you. on my doctors, on my my chart on Patient
1: Gateway, <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> and they make you take off your shoes and. Jacket. You wore that well. Like you could not tell. I would have never guessed that you weighed that much.
0: I think my body. I have huge tits and a huge ass. Oh, and that's like, true. It really
1: nothing sits in my tits.
0: It really evens it out. I'm yeah, from a thirty six over double D to now I'm a thirty two.
1: D. right and this goes to the point 30. where different people wear different weights a different way so for me it was really just like I was for my height like I'm pretty short I'm 5'2 so for my height I was very not close to where I want oh, to be with my be. BMI so oh, I mean, don't man. get it twisted I'm still considered overweight on the BMI calculator <laughs> I actually just got to not obese which is like it's just overweight you're yeah. not obese, I'm you're just overweight what a time to be alive no but really like it was actually exciting for me
0: so, <laughs> it is
1: exciting for real if anyone has any questions about Whole30 feel free to dm me I mean I could talk about it for she's days she's really
0: good at it she's gotten our friends doing it
1: yeah I'm, I'm actually trying to become a Whole30 certified coach but it, it all goes back to like lifestyle changes so for me now it's all about balance so Whole30 is not meant to be forever you're not meant to cut all of these things out for your entire life it's a thr- a 30 to 50 day period, because you also then reintroduce all these foods. So as we were talking about before, it's all about eating intuitively. And now I know how certain foods make me feel. And so similarly to Eva, like gluten does not make me feel great. I actually break out in hives. I don't think that I'm allergic. I think it's partially like psychosomatic and partially like a little bit of a shock to the system. But I will eat it if I feel like it's worth it. But I also won't eat it if it's not worth it. So it's all about knowing how certain foods make you feel, and you won't know that until you do. I will say, like, I am not a Whole30 certified coach. I actually right now am trying to coach my fr- my our friend Sam. One of my like life goals is to be a Whole30 certified coach. coach. I feel like I, I do sound like a crazy multi level marketing person when I talk about it. That was my Whole30 first costs <laughs> Whole30 costs zero dollars. There's no entrance fee. There's no. You're just educating them on how to do exactly, and it's it's yeah. You don't have to. You don't even have to buy the book you could do a whole Melissa Urban does have who found a full 30 and she's honestly bad bitch like I'm absolutely obsessed with her she is just like also unapologetically herself and you don't have you she has a book you don't have the books like 30 bucks or like 20 bucks sometimes on Amazon there's so many good resources yeah I mean there's you could do the entire program without buying the book and you wouldn't like just from the resources on their website and you, you don't have to pay a dime. So it, it's really an amazing program. I would really recommend. And it's 30 days of your life. Like, yes, I loved, I do love to drink too. I mean, I need a Vignoles in my life like most days. But it's 30 days for to be able to intuitively eat for the rest of your life. It, it's so worth it. I would really recommend it. But, I mean, for just my personal experience my depression has significantly decreased my anxiety has significantly decreased and I know that certain foods actually make me feel like have a mental cloud and make me feel like a little bit sadder or anxious and so now you know I mean I think that's the best part of it is just knowledge is power especially when it comes to eating and your body that's that's the best thing
0: I feel like I need to eat a carrot now I just didn't know anything they don't teach you any of this I have I believe that America is run by the corporations nonetheless but
1: I blame everything on Nestle. Nestle is bad. I mean really we should (laughs) honestly just have a conspiracy podcast. That's what it's
0: turning into. Really like truly. So it's just important to know how your body works And yeah, things taste great, but your body running smoothly is even better because you just might not have to get a hip replacement before 40 years old.
1: You just might not. Or you just might not have to get type 2 diabetes. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and I think this is for anyone too. Like, we hope that maybe if just one person listens to this and feels like it's their awakening on their journey to wellness, I really sound MLM either. Here's the thing. Like, don't come at us. This is just what's worked for us in our wellness journey. There's a lot of like... Different collateral out there on like why Whole 30 is the devil and things like that, and I'm just saying that it's worked for me. And We're
0: not boss babes, we are not you. boss
1: babes. The best part about Whole 30 is that one of the rules is that if it's Whole 30 compliant, put it in your mouth, you can eat all day long from noon till night. That's not the right phrase, but you know what I mean. So, from like, morning to night, you from can eat. No, like, you really can. Like, it's not about going hungry. It's not about cutting calories. It's not about intermittent fast. But they don't recommend you do Whole30 and intermittent fasting at the same time. However, I did do it. So, like, don't take advice from me. It helps me do better at work. It helps me feel more confident in my dating life. It helps me be less anxious. So, I want to spend more time with my friends. Like, it really... It helps me be more present. (laughs) So, I'm, like, better with my family. Like, I really think that it it affects your life so profoundly. So, not to... (laughs) Not to sugarcoat things, but there are some negative things, too, and we're not going to lie about them. So one of them is that your alcohol tolerance... I mean, I guess you could look at this as a positive or a negative. It helps you get drunk quicker. Oh, my God. It helps you be a cheap-ass date because one margarita and you're down for you're, the count. You're, no, you're out, man. You're
0: out. I... Even
1: I cannot even split a bottle of wine before being like asleep. <sighs> Once
0: again, with the instructor... And the fiancé, hello, I know you listen. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) bud. When I first started doing this, I didn't know what to drink, and the instructor is also the bartender. So she helped me figure out how to ask for certain drinks at a bar, so I knew what to get, and I knew what I was getting. And eventually, my taste buds just cut themselves off, and I started drinking vodka waters, a Tito water with a slice of lemon that's disgusting but I had we went to a holiday party I love a vodka water I don't like vodka soda I think the soda is what the gross part of it was for me I like a flat drink just give it to me straight maybe I'm Russian I don't know I'll do a 23 and me test I drank so many vodka waters at the Rev's holiday party, I was so hungover the next day and literally nothing could revive me because I could not eat anything. How do you silently... How do you softly bring up that you literally can't eat anything on Dude, the meal? Dude,
1: I've gone on multiple first dates and I'm like, sorry, I don't eat grains. I don't eat dairy. I don't eat legumes. And they're like, what the fuck is a legume? And I'm like, don't even worry about it. I'm going to take a salad. Nonetheless,
0: going out on dates are hard. I'm like, yeah, I'm
1: mean, everything. That is a negative too. Like, So going out, going out on dates or going out to eat with people is a harder part of like the wellness journey and it's just something you have to accept and kind of move on from like no you're not always going to be able to get that like super fun drink or you're not always going to be able to get like a burger with like 97 cheeses on it burgers are
0: doing something dirty to me anyways yeah
1: i mean it's it's just it's par for the course so that's something to keep in mind like as a possible negative like sorry to be debbie fucking downers
0: No, I have such a deceived perception style of like what my body looks like. I, I still think that I am the me at 20, 204 pounds, heavy.
1: Like, yeah, I-, I mean it's it's definitely hard to like see yourself different. I think the best feeling is when someone mentioned it to you because you see yourself every day, and then when someone it. looks good, yeah, it does. It makes you feel good. I mean, not that you need to rely on others saying you you look good but it does is a good confidence boost at least for me like I do like that hey I mean if I could give any piece of advice read your labels that
0: is super important because sugar comes in a lot of different names and now on the new labels it has to say added sugar and added sugar is what I cannot have because that has your cane sugar
1: that's your refined sugar that's your dextrose blah 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 um that's also like any sweetener so like Honey maple syrup will also show up as an added sugar. I feel
0: like we've just covered so much in health and wellness. And honestly, I'm just gonna say everyone's a bad bitch.
1: (laughs) And on that note, I'm going to Whole Foods. Cheers, drink your white claws. And on that note, Cheers! cheers. I do want to add
0: this part in, is that literally sophomore year of high school, I had to wear two knee braces on both of, like one on each knee for like a full year. I'll post photos on the Instagram. Oh my god. I was at the Grand Canyon with these bad boys. I went to Vegas with these bad boys.
1: Sexy. They are sexy. Guys love to see that when you peel your clothes off. Brace on each knee. (laughs)
0: I am the epitome of sex, everyone. Just come get it.
1: Come and get it. Good. Bye. Bye.